Welcome to this episode of SDI Encounters, a podcast from SDI, the home of spiritual companionship. I'm Anne Lancaster. Learn more about us and our work on our website, sdicompanions.org. In this week's episode, SDI Creative Director Matt Whitney speaks with SDI Executive Director Reverend Seifu about our 2022 conference theme, Engage, Companionship to Heal Our Fractured World. From now until October 5th, those who register for Engage 2022 can save $200 with our Super Early Bird Special. This offer is valid for both in-person and online conference experiences, and anyone who signs up now will be amongst the first in line to secure their spots in our most popular workshop offerings. To learn more and register for Engage 2022, visit our website, sdicompanions.org. Reverend Seifu, we just launched our 2022 conference for May, and the theme for this conference is Engage. What does this word engage mean for spiritual directors and spiritual companions? There's lots of different ways to engage. There's what we do in our traditional relationship, spiritual direction and spiritual companionship relationship, which is one-on-one dialogue, one-on-one communication, engagement with each other. But it also reflects other types of engagement, engagement with the world as spiritual directors and spiritual companions, engagement with causes that are important to us, meaningful to us for a variety of reasons, ethical or social action, social engagement. Um, Those types of engagements are also important to consider. So it's really a word that encompasses lots of different ways for us, spiritual directors and spiritual companions to meet the world, to meet each other, and equally importantly, to meet ourselves. So a spiritual director, a spiritual companion is working one-on-one with people in that traditional sense. But we're asking or we're inviting more engagement than that from people, from ourselves and from our community. Why are we doing that? Why is that important? Well, I think in the times that we've been facing of multiple pandemics, the COVID, the health crisis, the COVID crisis, the crisis of tribalism, renewed and intensified tribalism across the world, into political camps and cultural camps, ethnic camps, all sorts of camps that are at war with each other. In a time of growing complexity and challenge, It seems important for us to look at new ways to engage with each other. And COVID has forced this on us, right? We have these relationships online at an unprecedented level in history. And there's pros and cons to engaging digitally. One of the biggest is that you can engage with virtually anyone in the world real time and be able to see them and react to them in ways that weren't possible before. That's a tremendous opportunity for every spiritual director and spiritual companion. But there's also one too many. You know, you write an article, you give a lecture, now you have the opportunity to spread ripples in the pond and have your words and your actions and your modeling impact many people, including many whom you'll never know were impacted. We have at this conference next year, we have lots of our keynote speakers are actually social activists of various stripes. 
And they run the gamut from, they're both deeply contemplative individuals, but they're also very vocal and very active in various ways, demonstrations on TV, through articles, through their writings, workshops, engagements of various kinds in trying to amplify their message. So really what we're trying to do with this invitation is to grow the tools that all of us spiritual companions and spiritual directors have so that we can engage on multiple fronts in multiple ways that are not mutually exclusive. Yeah, one of the ways that we're inviting people to one of the avenues of engagement is working with our shadow. Can you talk a little bit more about what we mean by that? As we all mature and grow, wrestling with our past trauma, wrestling with our own worst tendencies or addictions or imbalances that have various causes becomes more and more important because we can't really mature spiritually without processing all of those imbalances and integrating them into our new flowering, our new emergence. And so wrestling with the shadow, the shadow is us, right? It's integral part of us. We wouldn't be who we are without it. We need our shadows. They can be burdensome and troublesome and difficult and painful to deal with, but they're also immensely fruitful because they show us the way forward. Even though they are shadows and dark, they actually are the light that guides us in a way because they tell us what work we need to do, what work we need to do on ourselves, what work we need to do in our relationships with each other. And so they're really pointing the way forward. A shadow is a light shining on the path, indicating where the path is and inviting us to really wrestle with what's holding us back. We talk about bridge building in the service of love fostering engagement. I think we all know the term bridge building, but it feels harder than ever because we are so polarized in so many ways. What do we mean by bridge building and how do we go about even beginning to do that work? Yeah, you know, it's very tempting to want to burn bridges these days, right? Not build them because we're infuriated with each other and we're polarized to such an extent that we turn away from each other. And for good reason, for good cause, right? I mean, some of the stuff that's floating out there is offensive to our sensibilities, to our ethical precepts. And yet we all know, all of us spiritual directors and spiritual companions, that that's an invitation to dig deeper. And I'm not just talking platitude remedies, if you will, which is, Oh, really, you know, under the skin, we're all one and we should embrace the love that binds us. All of these things are true, of course, but it's a lot more effort to build a bridge now than it's been in a really, really long time. And that also is an invitation. When do we need bridges more than we need them right now? But it's difficult. And so I think that we need to wrestle with both that tendency to turn away, which is so clear and present right now in our world, which is, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to engage with you. I don't want to be in your presence. 
I don't like you. And when all of those tendencies that are manifesting have to resolve somehow, and we need better tools to turn conflict into opportunity. You know, in Buddhism, we talk about upaya, about skillful means, about practicing skillful engagement means, which is how can I connect with this person? If I'm true to my vows, and I'm a true to my vows as a spiritual director and spiritual companion, which is to help others find their own sense of the universe, the beyond God, divinity, however they might describe it, how am I going to do that more effectively? And if every time someone challenges me, I run away or I turn away, I'm not really doing my job, right? I'm just doing it when it's easy and convenient. I like you. I like talking to you. Okay, you know, we have a harmonious relationship. Let's proceed. And there's nothing wrong with that. But very often, the opposite is also true, that when someone we are in disharmony with, it's actually an invitation to dig deep and say, what is it about this relationship that is so difficult? And isn't that an invitation for us to build this bridge to see if we can, maybe we can ultimately, but more times than not, we're going to be able to find some way of connecting. And that's stuff that we should work on. Till the darkness like life-giving earth. Engage with your own dark nights of the soul and those of your brothers and sisters. Community is seated and flourishes with patient, present, active companionship. This is the way we heal. This is the way to wholeness. This is the way love stands strong. No matter what we face, fear not. Listen and join us at Engage 2022. To learn more and register, visit our website at sdicompanions.org. You mentioned some of the wisdom from your own tradition, the concept of upaya, skillful means. And I want to ask you about contemplative practice, which is something most of not all of our community is engaged with. And I wonder how these contemplative practices come into play with all of this talk about engagement and action. Yeah. So, I mean, I think the contemplative practices that we all practice in different ways, whether it's prayer or meditation or hiking or dancing or whirling like dervishes, whatever it is creates the ground in which engagement can manifest, right? We talked about shadow being the fertilizer and contemplative practice is the ground on which this fertilizer rests from which when properly watered with insight, our new spiritual awakenings and insights can emerge. And so I think whether you use the analogy of contemplative practice as the ground or the water, you know, maybe it's more akin to the water. We're watering the ground and fertilizing it with our composting of shadow so that a new emergence can arise. So contemplative practice, we could talk about how it does that and why it does that and whether it's because it stills our mind, it puts us at rest, it puts us in a position where we can observe 
without reacting and facilitates responding instead of reacting because it forces us to take a good, long, hard look before we act. So contemplative practice is like the water that goes along with the composting of our shadows to create the opportunity for new awakening. We have made Engage not just our theme for the conference, but as an overall theme for the work of SDI this year. And what I want to ask you is for an invitation for our community in regards to how they might be working with this theme of Engage leading up to the conference, which is, as we're recording this, several months away. You use the word invitation, and I think that's what it is. And I think most of us notice that the best way to solve our issues is to courageously and bravely embrace our discomfort and lean into it rather than running away from it, which is a normal human response to want to protect ourselves from harm and from pain and from suffering. And what the invitation of this conference and this theme because it's beyond the conference, right? It's a theme for our times and all times, actually, is to lean into our discomfort, to lean into our pain, not in a masochistic way, but in order to be able to understand it and to resolve it. And resolving it means not tying it up in a bow and solving it like a mathematical query, but to understand it, to gain insight into it so that we can move forward with it in harmony. That kind of engagement is basically come and be in community with like-minded souls. All of us are looking for solutions and answers and tools to help us move forward. And so I think that's why this theme is actually so resonant, not just for this conference, but for the work that we're all doing as spiritual directors and spiritual companions. The last thing I want to ask you is actually one of the first things listed on our conference websites where we say, what is Engage 22? And we follow with this statement. When a stranger becomes a companion, all the world changes for the better. Can you unpack that statement a little bit for us? Yeah, you know, the world's biggest religions, the religions with the most adherence, all talk about welcoming the stranger welcoming the stranger outside of ourselves and welcoming the stranger within us, the one that's buried amidst lots of shadows and lots of darkness. And welcoming the stranger means recognizing our common humanity. It means seeing ourselves in everyone that we meet, no matter their social rank, no matter their physical abilities, no matter the color of their skin or their gender identity. It means really and truly recognizing our common humanity. And so when we have the opportunity to practice that type of connection with someone who we see on the street, who we meet on a train, who is in distress and that we find and we have the opportunity to help them, it's an opportunity for us to become our higher selves, to express what we're truly capable of. And so when a stranger becomes a friend, the world is a better place. We are better people. All of us are collectively made whole by the opportunity to connect deeply and intimately. If you're enjoying this podcast and you want to help us share and spread the word 
about the life-giving practice of spiritual companionship, you can help us out by subscribing to this podcast through your favorite app. You could give us a like or even write us a review. Thank you for listening. This is Matt Whitney with Spiritual Directors International. Thanks again for listening. Your time and your presence here are deeply appreciated. If you liked this show and would like us to continue making them, please do subscribe now while it's fresh on your mind. Also, we would love to hear from you, so please feel free to send in your comments and suggestions to the email address podcast at sdiworld.org. SDI is the home of spiritual companionship. Learn more about us and our work on our website, sdicompanions.org.